0: What's up, podcast listeners? You are listening to Mom and Dad are Stoned, a podcast for responsible cannabis users, brought to you by thestonermom.com. That's me. I'm the stoner mom, also known as Catherine, and I am joined by my wonderful husband, Blavid, also known as David. We are parents to four and legal cannabis users in the great state of Colorado. In this podcast, we pour a couple drinks, smoke a little weed, relax, and talk about cannabis, our lives, pop culture, and more. Uh-huh. What are we? What are the drinks that we poured this morning?
1: The drinks that we poured this morning are coffee, and <laughs> mine has uh, bourbon in it. What? Yeah.
0: Have you become that person?
1: Just to record this podcast.
0: I thought so. I thought alcoholic coffee was like a grandma thing. You're Am good. I wrong?
1: Yeah. What? You, where your grandma stays? Is
0: it a grandpa thing? It's
1: both. Sure, it is. You know what it really is? Is it's like one of those cold weather things, like. Oh, I'm cold. Let me put a little bit of a wee nip in me coffee. You know. Yeah. But it's not cold. It's just Sunday morning. We've had a great weekend so far. On
0: Sunday morning.
1: I've had a great weekend with you. We
0: had Do you s- remember that song? I do. It was by no doubt.
1: Wait, should we start libation corner now? Okay. Okay, and Libation Corner is starting now.
0: (laughs) Let's hear the drinks. Um, The drinks could maybe not be cocktails, and instead are people stirring their hot coffee cups.
1: (laughs) That's right. That's what you got here.
0: So we're waking and baking this morning, and I haven't started yet. But I have a new bong Mm -hmm. from Smoke Cartel sent this one. And I fucking love it. It's It's, amazing. It's so simple. It's just a very standard uh, beaker-style bong. This was a collaboration between I I don't know somebody and Leafly, so you know Leafly, the cannabis uh, website where you can look up all the different strains and stuff. They put their their um, logo and stuff on this bong, um, and it's like a beaker style.
1: But it's heavy.
0: What do you say? 16 inch. I don't know. Tall. But- Normal bong with just a normal ice catcher, nothing else, no fancy doodads, percolators, anything like that. But it is so thick; it is made of like the thickest glass. So this is definitely one of the ones that I can um, bash in a home <laughs> intruder's face in. Yep, that's right. So I have. A so torch? should <laughs> home invaders come to this Casa de la Stoner, I'm mean, gonna bash their skulls in with this bong and other bongs. I do have some other very While heavy bongs.
1: you're doing what else? Uh,
0: also while <laughs> burning their faces a torch. with my cinder witch torches, torches that smoke cartel also sent me and those bitches
1: don't come around here intruders don't come around here no unless more. you want to lose your life then that's okay
0: whatever you're fucking looking for <laughs> don't come around here no more. that's right. <laughs> what song is that
1: don't come, don't come that. around here no what you know what else about that bong? That's kind. Of, I don't know if you saw the little... Is that Tom Petty? Yeah, that's Tom Petty. That's
0: one of the people that totally depressed uh, Johnny Depp when I he died. I
1: know, I know. Poor Johnny Depp. Hey, but did you notice that on the stem it also has a little Leafly logo? It's kind of, no! It's kind of cute. So pull, Let me pull look. Pull that out. Yeah, see that?
0: So, oh, it does. That's cute. So Leafly has, uh, Leafly's been around forever, and they have, like, this standard way that their website looks, where each strain is, like, a card, and it's either purple for indica or red for sativa, and I think it's green for their hybrids. And so they put one of those cards on the bong, and it says, Granddaddy Purple Indica. And at first I was like, well, that's weird, because, one, I don't really even smoke indicas. Um... But I gotta say, once I got this bong in my hands, I know I freaking love it. It's just so nice having one that is so incredibly. Um, I'm thinking about strong. A- I'm
1: thinking about asking them to send a, the other one that is the sativa one.
0: I think they're out. And then you can yeah. have the indica one, and I'll have the.
1: Yeah, and then we know, like, oh, well, This is yours. I think it's just such a cool one because also the, I don't know what part of that bong is called the, the the part you like inhale out of.
0: Oh, the mouthpiece?
1: Yeah, it's so... I mean, like, that it's, thing is very wide. It and, is
0: wide. So, I like a lot. So, yes. If you're a lady that wears lipstick, you can yeah. stick your whole lipsticked mouth up in there, and it won't, you know, even yeah. touch the sides of your mouth. That's always <laughs> a thing. I love it. I can review every bong I have based on its...
1: Mouth potential.
0: Well, its lipstick fucking up potential. Yeah. Just so you guys know, there is a cat on my lap. Um... That's why I, I don't smoke any weed. So anyway, uh, we're still talking about oh, libation corner. So that's the new bong.
1: What kind of weed are you smoking? In
0: um, there? I have Mandarin cookies ground up, and I'm what? about to smoke that. And then my cat's gonna run away. I gotta get a lighter. Hold on. Keep talking to them.
1: All right. Well, anyway, yeah, we've had a. I want to talk about our weekend while we're libating. So, we've had a great productive weekend. We've got a, the first day of. Um, Hard work is upon us and Catherine spent all day yesterday churning out work like just like a mega superstar. Um, I I, uh, mowed our lawn that was infested with weeds and uh, jungle grass. Um, But I somehow managed to get all the grass out of there. I fixed a patio door. I set up Catherine's Grow. Catherine is going to start doing a Grow series. It's going to be on the High Times TV channel and on the Stoner Mom.
0: I'm going to get my beautiful hands dirty.
1: But I did. I just set it up, and I put it, I put them in the smallest pots. Um, took some
0: clones. Wait, so this yesterday. is... Okay, hold on. First of all, oh, we're still a, in Libation sorry. Corner, and I'm back now. That's what's been going on with you guys, which is next.
1: Sorry about it.
0: Mandarin Cookies gets me stoned.
1: Yeah. Do you like it?
0: You know, I haven't read dick about it. Let's look it up really quick. It's uh guys. made
1: by Ethos Genetics, which is here in beautiful, colorful Colorado. Mandarin
0: cookies.
1: cookies. I have been trying so hard to get in touch with these guys cuz I want to go I want to get some seeds from them. Uh we got we got Rainmaker and Mandarin Cookies both from them. And Rainmaker was equally great. Um but I was very excited about the Mandarin Cookies because one of the plants, I had a little strain hunting thing. One of the plants went nuts and like Yielded so much. It was crazy. So that's what we're smoking right now. What does it say, babe?
0: They don't have a card for it.
1: Yeah, I had a hard time finding a card for it yesterday. Don't look at that first one, it's not good.
0: The dope magazine one. Yeah. Oh, this is the Ethos Genetics.
1: Yeah, that doesn't really say anything. It doesn't? No.
0: They're all keepers. High yields. Heavy orange earth and heavy pine. Um, indoor, outdoor indica oh, it's a it's a hybrid.
1: Yeah, and it has like 25% THC up in there.
0: Damn, no wonder it's making me like completely, well, you know, mouth hanging open dumb.
1: I gotta tell you, I uh, I smoked some yesterday, and maybe it was because I was drinking a lot yesterday, but I didn't feel the effects of it as hardcore as I usually do. So I feel like I'm, I did. I'm developing some sort of a tolerance.
0: Big boy tolerance, do you want to hit this? Yeah.
1: So yeah, I'm gonna try So it's definitely
0: more. very, very earthy. Um has a nice earthy and planty taste to it, which I like a lot. Always makes me feel like I'm consuming some some ancient like uh medicine. As opposed to the ones that are like super sweet and fruity and you're like, What the hell is this? Plants don't come this way. No. <laughs> you know what I mean? Exactly. Um I also am set up to do some dabs right now. And <coughs> <coughs> Wow, that made
1: my face hot.
0: This is exciting because this little dab piece. I've been using this dab piece in the past uh, few <laughs> Mom and Dad are stoned episodes. This is a sesh supply piece that's quite small. It's a little mini dab rig. It's called the Nymph. And um, it's if you go to my website on my most recent video, I'm using it in a video. Anyway, Smoke Cartel was kind enough to send me two. I don't need two dab rigs, so...
1: Giveaway.
0: Time for, for a giveaway. giveaway. Okay. Bow, 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 bow. <laughs> we were watching Atlanta last night. Never mind. And Paper, when they go to the strip club, yep. and Paperboy gets to the strip club, and he's got his entourage plus van, who's the lady. Yeah. And the announcer guy says, what up, we got Paperboy up in the house. He got his crew and a white girl. <laughs> yeah, I'm talking to you, Annie Hall. <laughs> <laughs> Come on, it makes me laugh every time.
1: <laughs> it's the best
0: because Van's wearing some crazy blazer <laughs> from like Wolf of Wall Street.
1: <laughs> you just gotta love that show.
0: Um, anyway, she's like, I don't know, white girl, what the hell? Anyway, um, so do you want a brand new Dabrig podcast listeners? We don't do giveaways on our podcast because it's a pain in the ass and it's confusing we don't know how to do it but we thought about it we figured it out here's what we're going to do here's how you listeners can win a sesh supply dabrig from us that we will mail to you and maybe we'll even write a nice note yes um you have to open up itunes and leave us a message i mean a review if you've already reviewed us maybe review us again i don't fucking know Is that a thing? You got to. This is not going to be a scientific giveaway, you guys. Um, You have until...
1: uh, Episode 100. Yes.
0: And this is episode 98 right now. On episode 100, we are going to read the winning review. How are we going to pick our review? Is it going to be random or are we picking like...
1: I think it's going to be based on uh, the most interesting review. Okay. How's that sound? You can make
0: us cry. You can make us laugh. Yeah. I don't advise making us angry because I won't pick you. <laughs> um, so there you go. We will pick one winner. We will announce the winner and read the review on the 100th episode. Yep. Um, and then it's going to be up to your to you, dear winner, to get a hold of us so we can um, send you your shit. So yeah. you guys, what?
1: I'll put a picture of the rig and all this information in the show notes yes. on, on the blog. Oh, that's
0: the other thing. So... Oh well, no, we're not doing that. Yeah. So anyway, whatever. It's in iTunes. Um,
1: but if you want to learn, like, if you need a, if you need to read what we, what Catherine just said, go to, you're gonna go to the, go blog to our posting. show notes. Yeah, go to our show notes. Um, and just click at the moment link at thestonermom.com <laughs> and uh, read that.
0: <coughs> It'll take you to the
1: reviews web page. Yeah. So there you go. <coughs> That's it. That's pretty cool. Do we make any sense? I, I just. I think so.
0: <coughs> okay, I just did a dab on this dab rig how is it way too hot oh man but i'm
1: how's your rosin (sighs) supply going babe do you need more
0: so i'm doing this stuff in the purple canister
1: that is rainmaker yeah yeah it's um i think
0: it's making it rain in my mind okay well good luck you guys yeah that's libation corner
1: What's next, baby?
0: Oh, God. That was really intense. You know when you're just immediately stoned? Yeah, that happened to and, like, you. Like, it hits you instantly? That's what I love about dabs. I was watching Buds and Beards dab on Twitter yesterday, yeah. live. And he did one big dab that makes you cough a lot. And then he, like, showed everybody he had... A single thing of sweat dripping down his bald head. (laughs) I was cracking up. He was like, look, I've got the dab sweats. (laughs) Man, right? Good for you. Your face gets all hot. It's true. That's how you know you're stoned. Boom. I know. I need to do another dab.
1: (laughs) Speaking of this. So so what's going on with you?
0: Well, it's the weekend. David was describing how happy he was yesterday on his Saturday.
1: We just got so much done. So
0: what do we do? First of all. Mom, this is my week, my yeah. weird week where I don't have my kids. So this is like my one, my only opportunity in 2018. That's right to get to, shit done. To do a lot of, it's not my only opportunity because no. kids, because school's starting back up and everything. But, um, you know, when the kids are not around, they're on a cruise with their dad, which can make you depressed. You know, which can make me depressed. So to counteract that, I have to be very productive. So that's what I'm doing this week, right? That's
1: right. You're getting all kinds of stuff done.
0: Yesterday. So you were talking about how yesterday I was working, but then what do we do in the morning?
1: Okay. So in the morning, well, we woke up kind of late because I think we slept in. We just, oh, well, no, because Max woke us up at 5 (laughs) a.m., which is this new thing where he likes to come into our room, scratch on our bed.
0: Lick your arm. If you
1: have any limbs hanging off the bed, he's going to stick his nose all over it and lick it.
0: (laughs) What a baby.
1: And then he's like, come on. (laughs) So, you run downstairs in your underwear to let him outside, and he just sits on the deck for like 10 minutes.
0: <laughs> like, he's not even peeing. No,
1: it's like, I thought you had an emergency doo doo. He's or something. such
0: an old man. He's like, all he wants to do in the morning is go outside with his paper and sit on the fucking deck.
1: That's all he wants. And, like,
0: <laughs> his humans, scums, will not wake up, you know? At 5 a.m., which is when any respectable old man wakes up to That's start right. his patio. <laughs> Thing. right so i kind of get it
1: yeah i get it too it's okay this so,
0: morning this morning we slept till 9 30 i
1: know but we were up crazy late what the hell <clears throat> i was yeah. up
0: we were up past one
1: we were in one of those moods where um you know it's like let's stay up all night and we were on the cusp of doing that like we, i could have gone i could have gone too but i was just like ah then i'm gonna be worthless tomorrow but maybe that's, that's okay. the
0: thing is like you don't want to be miserable the next day and you also don't want to sleep away the next day yeah
1: so we made a good compromise i think we did too so um anyway anyway, so yeah yesterday was great so we woke up early and then i went back to bed after that experience and then i woke up again with you and then i i immediately was like i'm going to fix our backyard because i mean it has just been overtaken with weeds and jungle grass and I just made that up. I mean, it just looks like you're in the jungle with all the grass back there.
0: It's like a tall grass <clears throat> prairie type deal.
1: So I got my little electric lawnmower out, and I'm like, "Come on, buddy, we can do this." And we like, <laughs> it took it took a it took an hour, but I did it, man. I was like. Bagging up grass nonstop. I
0: thought I heard the weed whacker, did I?
1: The weed whacker, I haven't used it in so long because I ran out of uh, twine, but I got some not long ago and I've been charging the battery up and I fired it up in the garage and I was like, yes, we're going to go out there, and that's today's job. Ah. But there was one strip of our yard when I was mowing that was all this weird weed that almost looks like a succulent. It's the weirdest Gross! thing. It's, a, it's got God. like, yeah, I know. It looks like a marjade plant, honestly. And I, don't, I read about it and it's like a high source of vitamin E. That's all I know. Ooh. But it's a very I common thing. I rub it all over <clears> my face. <clears throat> I know. So when I would, got to that part, like it's since it's acts kind of like a succulent, it has those kind of jady leaves it's filled with water so as i was mowing it the ground became like mud you know so anyway i took a long time but i got it done sorry and then i forced catherine to go to the clone store with me i came back in i got a shower um and i was like let's go baby and we drove down because we wanted to get some clones to start her brand new grow that she's doing all by herself with my help and um, so we got those clones. We got Chewbacca. And yes. We, and we got Girl Scout cookies. Woo! And then the other two plants, because we're doing four plants. <coughs> I'm sorry. <coughs> She's doing four plants in a three by three tent.
0: Super lemon Haze.
1: Two super lemon hazes and those other two awesome A4 mentioned clones. So we got those. So that's it. So three strains. Yeah.
0: And that's okay.
1: And and your goal is 1.25 pounds. Is, no, is what you're no, going after. Yep. no, you don't get to give me my goal. <clears throat> you're going to do it. I think you're going to go farther than that.
0: I'm going to say. She's going to do it. And
1: she's going to document it.
0: I'm going to say significantly less than a pound.
1: I disagree strongly, because I'm going to be there telling you what to do. So anyway...
0: I know, but just having my <clears> female <throat> presence is somehow going to be like...
1: It's going to be like, oh, these female plants and a female? Oh my gosh, let's produce even more. You think? Yeah, oh my God. Your, that would be so amazing. Your whole mother thing. It's not like, going to be jealousy, because aren't no. they mothers? Oh my gosh, they're like, oh, thank you. You understand what we're going through.
0: So I've just never been good with plants. Until and now. And I don't particularly enjoy the basement. But I, you're gonna I gotta let do my dog outside.
1: You're gonna do it. So, so we thought,
0: it. how can we? Oh, how could we make our grow stuff more engaging? Yeah. So you're maybe gonna have the stoner mom in some of them, since I'm like not in any of that stuff.
1: Yeah. But you're gonna be. So we're gonna start shooting that, and then on the way home from the clone store. We decided we wanted to get a... She wanted a Starbucks, but we are avoiding our neighborhood Starbucks because there's a weird freak who works there. <laughs> oh,
0: my God. <laughs> we sound horrible.
1: And I... Uh, no, he is. He gives you, like... He makes your skin stand up. Or he curses
0: up. a lot when you're just getting a Starbucks with your kid with you. Yeah. So, that's... That's something.
1: It's like Tyler the Creator is your barista.
0: (laughs) I wish. Oh, my God. No. It's like Butthead is your fucking barista. it's like Butthead. Not fucking Tyler the Creator.
1: I guess you're right. Because if it was Tyler (laughs) the Creator, he'd say, don't you hate it when you order a a double shot? That's not Tyler the Creator. It's not? No. (laughs) And you just pull out your Z and kill everyone. That's not him. Okay. Well, anyway, we went, we took a little detour and we decided to go to a different starbucks where we could get our drive through and then we went to what's it called baby
0: jim's burger (coughs) haven we're really talking a lot
1: it's okay it was fun okay and it was like an old it's one of those real old timey diners not the fake kind
0: not like pretend you're in the 50s but like hey we had this in the 50s
1: yeah and we're still around today
0: 60s so, yeah and there 70s. were
1: crips in there yes. and uh you know what i mean like we were in there and there was like pictures of. oh man and a
0: lady rots. heard us in the line trying to figure out what we're gonna eat <laughs> oh, and she, yeah. we sounded so pathetic she was like you ain't never been here before yeah. <laughs> she had to explain <laughs> it to me and i was like she's like now the original is <clears throat> six inches it's a huge burger and i'm like uh thanks for telling me that i baby. don't want that <laughs> And then I saw it later and I was like, holy huge. shit, huge. those people are going to be here for an hour <laughs> know, eating that goddamn burger. But it looked good. So I'm really glad I got a smaller one. But anyway, this is a little, you know, we live in a weird subdivision. We do. We live, yeah. And I'm from around, I'm not from, but I've lived in North these barrier. parts for years since I've been an adult, you yeah, know? Um. for sure. Um, so, yeah, I know them really well.
1: It's kind of cool because it's old, like it's been. But
0: this is like a weird, yeah, place that <clears> has been yeah. around forever that people go to. that We just never go into that part of But we did. Town. It's
1: the old part of town. And it was cool. And it was delicious. And that was awesome. And then we came home. <clears throat> and I got your tent ready for you for your grow.
0: David likes doing things. I do. I on love the it. weekends. And then
1: I fixed the patio door, which was okay. broken. And then uh, you wrote, all you did was organize and write shit all day long. Like, every time I see you, you're like, there's no, like, I want to go play GTA. There's none of that. It's all like,
0: did I play GTA?
1: Not until later in the evening.
0: Um, <coughs> you guys, in GTA. All right, so listen. Oh, my gosh. Grand Theft Auto 5 is an old game when did it drop we got it on 360 like, it's like in 2013 okay so it's an old game um and, and rockstar i mean it's a big game and people play it like crazy still we we
1: pl- originally put that game in the basement when our tv was in the basement you and me yes weird <laughs> okay because you were in the basement religiously anyway you hate the basement
0: what <laughs> anyway, um, so there's a whole online portion to the game mm-hmm. that uh, Rockstar just has always been putting stuff onto um, ever since it launched. So, the uh, GTA Online is what I play primarily. And they recently uh, updated and dropped the Nightclub DLC. So in Grand Theft Auto Online, you like are whatever character and you get to make it whatever you want. So mine's obviously the stoner mom. And um, your goal is to just, it's like an what is it called? An open world, but you're like developing a criminal enterprise. Um, So I have like a weed farm. I have a bunker where I manufacture and uh, distribute guns. I have. Uh, an import-export business where I steal cars and, um, excuse me, source them, and then fix them up and then sell them. And what is the? That's it. Those are the, my three businesses that well, I no, do. You have your Oh, and then I have my illegal cargo. Yeah, you we um, steal weird things. Where I have like drugs or stolen products or Hamburgs. art. One time it was like the carcass of a a bigfoot. <laughs>
1: awesome (laughs)
0: anyway so I steal those I acquire those and then I sell them this is how the game works so they just recently dropped the nightclub thing so I got I bought a nightclub and I've decked it out and I have DJs that are real world DJs that come in and play right and are featured and you dance (laughs) and it's been so hilarious and fun because uh you spawn in your nightclub all the time and it's just like i instantly want to dance and there's this whole dance feature that they just <laughs> never fucking had before so you just sit it's there and you cool. dance like it's guitar hero and then you can like add different like moves and stuff
1: anyway it's pretty cool listening
0: to like deep house <laughs> yeah and then going right up to the real like djs like they're they're, they're in the game in the game yeah yeah and like dancing over by them.
1: But you have to steal a special car to pick him up at the airport.
0: Oh, God. These <laughs> missions are the worst. So anyway, I've been, you know, they dropped that what the day we went to Nevada and I was just like sad panda. Oh, yeah. Like, but then I got back and I was like, I'm buying it. Like just, I yeah. had grinded on the game for weeks so that I would have enough money when the nightclub thing came out That's right. to buy a nightclub right away and make it look the way I wanted and it. And you to look. did. And I did. Anyway, that's that's my weird dumb hobby that I have.
1: You did that yesterday. That's
0: I did do it. And we made dinner.
1: We made pork and you made pork. You grilled um, pork. Grilled pork and a vegetable like squash and zucchini and onions and tomatoes stir fry, which or not stir fry, sautéed thing is delicious. I thought and um, baked like French potato fingerling things.
0: Your potatoes were excellent.
1: They were good, weren't they? I think I got it down, baby.
0: I gotta get more coffee.
1: Um, And then, gosh, what else? That's about it. And then we, like, stayed up late watching crazy stuff while Catherine was still typing on her computer 100 miles an hour. Still working up until the wee hours. I think we went to bed at 1.30. uh, Oh, we started watching The Expanse again last night, which was awesome. So anyway, that was it. So that's what's been going on with us. We're, like, getting ready to face a week's worth of uh, hardcore content creation for The Stoner Mom. And because uh, Catherine's girls are away for a week, my kids have been uh, in Hawaii for like almost two weeks, but they're going to come back this week. And then that's it. We're got, we are got work to do. We go to work. Ah. Right. Uh-oh. Ray, right, baby? That's right. So that's what's been going on with us. Okay. Okay, let's, it's shout out. Are you ready to shout out? Hey, did is there any, yeah, okay, is there any iTunes reviews? There's
0: zero new iTunes reviews. Boo. Okay. That was such a long stretch, you guys. So, don't forget, leave an iTunes review now, between now and episode 100, and you might win a dab rig. So, go do that. A
1: sweet dab rig you can't even buy right now.
0: Oh, my God. Yeah, that's the thing. It's like... Sold I have this rig to promote, and there's no place to buy it. Yeah. Because it was the Cannabis Cup runner-up. For best glass. And it is so cool. And it's awesome. I love it. So get onto iTunes. Leave us a review if you want a chance to win this baby. It's pretty cool. Um, Because look how sad we are. And and secretly upset. We're we're actually seething that there is no reviews.
1: I think we should read the top five reviews when we announce the winner. And the, the number one being like the winner. So we'll be like, okay, number five was from... Tony Lasagna, and he says, "You know,
0: what if only four people leave a review?"
1: I think it's. I think you're really underestimating. I feel like we did do a giveaway
0: one time, <clears throat> but I
1: maybe I don't think so though.
0: I think we have. Well, oh my God! The dog wants to come back in.
1: Can you let him in? You're closest. <laughs> <laughs> Man, you guys don't know this, but Catherine keeps getting up and having to do little random things. And she isn't sitting here. But anyway, that is shout-out corner. Out are you gonna away. are you gonna shout out some shout-outs? Oh, my, oh god. my god, hold on. Okay, so
0: Shout w- out Let's do it. Um first of all, just Patreon. Go over to patreon.com slash M A D A S, if you want to contribute as little as a dollar a month or whatever to the show, that would be great. <laughs>
1: Even do though I sound
0: awful right now? I,
1: I've been uploading the pre-roll show there because everybody that's on there is a member. And I've been trying to figure out how I can grant, like, okay, you guys are members. You get the pre-roll show. But if we get any new patrons, what do we do? And um, I, I figured it out. So I can grant certain Patreon members access to stuff. So anyway... We're still trying to figure out Patreon.
0: Okay, so shouting out (laughs) the Slayers on Patreon. Chad and Terry, thank you. Texas Mama Meg, Beth Ann, and Jody, the fucking Alpha Slayer. I will slay you. Love all of you guys so much. Thanks so much for the support. And then lastly, our House Van Eaton shout out. We have a community of adult stoners who support the show, our business, cannabis, and ending the stigma, and we love them. Members have access to exclusive weekly podcasts, bi-weekly sesh videos and vlogs, and monthly live sessions with me and Blavid. Learn more at thestonermom.com. Click on the membership.
1: Who are we shouting out today, baby?
0: Our newest members, Adele. And I don't know how to say this name, so I'm just going to say Sway. What's up, Sway? I like it. And Adele. Shout out to you. Go listen to the pre-roll show on your membership site. Do it. And that's it for Shout Out Corner.
1: Okay, so next up is listener letters.
0: Okay, we got a great letter this week. Listen to it. Oh, God, I'm stoned. Okay, okay how hold do you, on.
1: How do you submit those listener letters? Let me get my weed. I'm going to tell you. You email us at momandadderstoned at gmail.com, and we just might feature your question on this show, this award winning podcast.
0: Dear Catherine to David. Mm. I have been a listener of your podcast for a couple of years now. What? Come on. <clears throat> has it been years? I guess. Oh man. And absolutely love it. I've rated it on Apple Podcasts and tell all of my stoner friends about it. Nice. I'm, I'm a regular user in a non-legal state, but me and my fiance are moving to Denver, Arvada. Yay. Uh, next year. My family has lived there for the last six, six years and love the area. My parents are marijuana smokers and have reaped the benefits of the great state of Colorado. I have suffered from depression and anxiety for many years and have learned a lot from y'all's podcast about medicating, not only with THC, but also CBD. My fiance and I hope to start a family in the next few years, and I'd love to hear your opinion about my questions. Oh, okay. How has being medicated aided in your mothering? How has being medicated aided in your marriage? I find that when I'm medicated, I feel more at ease and feel level about things that might otherwise be blown out of proportion. That's such a great way to put it. That's exactly how I feel about medicating. Looking back, I know you said you started your stoner journey after you had your children. Do you think smoking weed would have been beneficial in those earlier stages of motherhood? Thank you so much for the podcast. It really is super special. I look forward to listening every time y'all upload. Well, that is so sweet. Thank you so much. That's a good, that's a good. For your great questions. Okay, so how has being medicated aided in your mothering? Okay, So. so for me, being medicated is like very important because I use it medicinally. I use it for depression. So if I am not using cannabis kind of regularly, you know, I run the risk of exposing my kids to a just depressed version of myself, which is not the mom that I, you know, show them or give them or provide to them. I want to be, you know, energetic and happy and present. And exactly how you said, I feel level when I um, use cannabis. So like the very like minor things that can set off like a real disorder, like depression or anxiety, um, don't do that when I have you know, THC and CBD in my system. So is that helpful? Yeah. I'm really high. What else did <laughs> I say? Um, so yeah, I said that cannabis levels out my mood and I just handle like spontaneity. You know, when you're just really anxious, I, I've i described myself as a chihuahua as far as like life in general and just yeah. be frightened, being frightened by everything. Yeah. Um, <gasps> oh my god and screaming a lot and maybe i'll pee um (laughs) yeah (laughs) but like yes i've just always felt that cannabis gives me that freedom to enjoy the unplannable aspects of being a parent you know um and then if you suffer from any sort of like social anxiety or anxieties when you're out like doing things, you know, family related, just general errands related, but like doing things like kid related too. like cannabis has been wonderful for that. You know? Yeah. Um, it just really helps me to not sweat the small stuff as much as I normally would as a sick person. You know what I mean? Absolutely. So I, I definitely feel like it makes me a better mom. Um, and anyway, I'm pretty good at where like I can shield my hide my depression and anxiousness. I've just been really good. I have a personality that's good at hiding my emotions. <laughs> so if I can't smoke it, you know, because that's what being a parent sometimes means, it means you don't get to smoke weed all the time. Um, I've I feel like using it regularly helps me like still mask those symptoms even when i'm not high do you know what i mean yeah
1: absolutely
0: um for our marriage what do you have anything to say about this no you don't <laughs> do you think that your cannabis use helps in our marriage at all no okay so for us really i use cannabis every time we have sex yeah anytime we're intimate and it's not because i have to it's, it's because No, I hate you. It's because I just described myself as a chihuahua. Do you want to have sex with a chihuahua? No, a nervous (laughs) chihuahua that's scared and thinking way too much about things. No, you want to have sex with someone that's confident and normal (laughs) and is not having racing thoughts or whatever. So, um, you know, we use cannabis also like... I was kind of thinking about how we really enjoy our drinking and weed smoking. Time.
1: Oh, oh, yeah, I agree. We
0: enjoy the pleasures of adulthood, absolutely, quite a bit.
1: I mean, like you know, you don't get a lot of those moments, and when you get them, we really orchestrate them to be like a magnificent, like yes. few hours of time.
0: So there's a lot of you know, we hang out and are together like for all of that time, oh, and we're drinking and or we're smoking watching a pot great show or something. Yeah, so. I mean, we use it for all of the great things when we're, when we're that make being world. with a partner fun. We yeah. use it during all of those things.
1: It's fun. I mean, it's just nice it's to a fun thing in our marriage. It is. The
0: other thing is that it's a um, a very shared uh, interest, mutual interest. Yeah. Um, our business is based in it, yeah. so we talk a lot about you know David grows it so passionately. So um, having as a couple. Um, such a strong shared interest is... It's
1: nice. It is nice. It's like we have a, the same hobby. We can both enjoy Yes, all yes. the time. It's, and, it's lovely.
0: And and we even use, like, we have hobbies in different aspects yeah. of cannabis. That's true. So it's nice to have a shared interest, obviously, as a married couple. Absolutely. So, so I'd say sex, uh, hobbies, and... Um, Just fun. And all of the fun... Every time you get to just relax and be a a grown-up and do naughty adult things, it's nice to be smoking weed when you're doing it. Exactly. You know? Yeah. So there's that.
1: So what's the last part of the third Uh,
0: part? Do you think smoking weed would have been beneficial in those earlier stages of motherhood? Absolutely. Um, I went on antidepressants initially because right after I had my first kid because I was sinking fast with postpartum depression. And I've been depressed for like, all of my adulthood, but um, that was when it was, like, <sighs> I don't um, I don't feel in control of myself. And you have to. And you have to when you have a little baby. You have to. I mean, you just absolutely have to get help. So, thank God I went on to antidepressants. Right. But um, weed wasn't legal then. I was not in any... I wasn't going to um, do anything to break the law. You couldn't have, like convinced me otherwise i was super anti-weed um when i was a young mom you were like weed's gross i was just like that's super irresponsible you cannot break the law when you have kids and um i mean that's a fine way to think i guess but it's very (laughs) narrow-minded because people really you know suffer from a lot of different things and for many cannabis is like a life-saving thing so for uh, somebody to break the law is kind of like a, a personal choice, you know, in in this regard, because you're yeah. you're breaking it for medicine. Yeah. You're breaking an unfair law that we know is racist and fucked up, you know, and just not fair. Not how uh, the country was founded. So you're breaking a law that you don't really respect or believe in. Also, those are adult choices, you know. That we all get to make individually and independently. Anyway, I'm sorry. I went on a sidetrack talking to my younger self, who was just like, that's gross. You're gross. I mean, it is considered irresponsible to knowingly break the law and medicate yourself when you have kids with that. But what are you going to do? You know, it's like maybe we should work on uh, changing the law versus judging the person, you know? Um, Anyway, I don't know what my life would have looked like if I had been using cannabis back then. Honest to God, I can't even imagine it because <laughs> it wasn't legal. That was just, was not part of my life at all. And, um, uh, it might have saved me from 10 years of antidepressant use. Maybe, but you but know, the thing was, knows? you know, just getting on those antidepressants was so important and valid. So, If you are postpartum, you guys, and suffering in any way, go get help immediately. You need it more Mm -hmm. than anyone Mm -hmm. because you're nurturing the next generation. So you must be well, you know? Because our choices that we make when we're mentally disturbed and have young kids affect the next generation. It, It affects their whole life and who they are, you know? The people that we model affects who they are. Exactly. So, we have to always be modeling the best we can possibly be. And that's why I'm just, you know, you've got to give yourself a break and to medicate yourself so that you can be that best example for kids.
1: Completely.
0: Those are my answers.
1: I think that that was good. You did an excellent job.
0: Thanks um, so much for your great questions. Uh, send those in again at momandadarestoned at gmail.com. <laughs> I'm going to do another dab, and it's media time, and I did not write anything down in our script here. Oh, no, that's okay. Because I don't...
1: Well, we, I, I have plenty to say. Okay, and, let's hear and it. And maybe my talking will make you, like, it'll jumpstart your okay. opinions. So, we have been going back in time and kind of just watching stuff that we used to watch that we've kind of oh, stopped yes. watching. So, lately, we've been watching um, Breaking Bad once again, right?
0: Best show ever. I mean, like,
1: while we're watching it, I'm, like, thinking things like, is this when, um... Is this before Walt moved out of the house and got an apartment? and Or is this the time when Walt and uh his wife started the car wash? I mean, like, the, the show, like, went on for so long and covered so much history. It's like...
0: Oh, there's whole parts of the show where she doesn't know. Like, he, yeah. we're still... We're watching in the part... Well, she, last night. And she doesn't know. She doesn't know. Um...
1: I think she's living under the assumption that the rich people, people are paying
0: for his treatment. Yeah.
1: Um, but he's getting a little more, more crazy with his like cooking sessions. Like him and Jesse went out, like he lied to get away for like four or five days or something. Um, and he's out in the desert fucking cooking math with Jesse and their fucking battery died. And they just figured out how to jumpstart that and shit. So anyway, it's really cool because the, the episode I watched last night, and I don't know if you were, uh, coherent for this, but it's the introduction of Saul Goodman is the episode I watched, which is hilarious. And you know, you know, on how Better Call Saul, baby, all the actors, the supporting actors all look like, you don't look younger, you look older and it's supposed to be earlier in time. Saul... Saul looks younger they like he's not as fat and his hair isn't as disgusting like <laughs> he
0: looks kind of swarmy oh my god in breaking bad yeah he's like and he, in better call Saul, he's like oh you kind of feel for him and he looks pretty good
1: yeah and he's got like a, almost like a pseudo mullet in better in yes breaking bad and he's like a he's like a criminal like he's telling like walt he's schooling walt on Hey, you know, I mean, I hired a private investigator and figured out that you worked at this school. Like, how close do you think the cops are? Do you want to make some real money? And he is not like that at all in Better Call Saul. You know, he's like just starting to do his weird stuff. So we watched that.
0: It is fun to watch Breaking Bad with like Better Call Saul and Oh my God,
1: it is. Like, you get to see all this cool stuff. They're
0: both really great shows.
1: They really are. Um, and then the other thing that we watched was a little movie called The Hours. Oh God! So Catherine was like, "When are we going to watch The Hours?" And I was like, <laughs> "We're going to watch it right fucking now, lady." So we got it. We watched it. It's the one with Nicole Kidman and Meryl Streep and um, Julianne Moore. You know, she takes she takes some pun. Palm- poncho stick it in her poncho oh my god anyway anyway, (laughs) i love that i love that song um so anyway we watched that movie and i thought it was excellent i mean like virginia wolf played by nicole kidman probably the best oh my god the best thing i've ever seen from an actor at forever because we all know who nicole kidman is i mean she's been in a ton of shit but I thought this was the best. She beat Meryl Streep, didn't she? In the Academy Awards for that? <sighs> Come on. This was your idea to watch this movie. I know. You just didn't know that I would embrace it so hard. <laughs> hard. <laughs> I was like, oh, man, this is just unbelievable. So anyway, we watched that. I, I don't think you want to talk about it. But anyway. I'm I,
0: fine with it. I, I thought it was I'm, awesome. Honey, I'm concentrating on my dab right now, man. Oh. I'm so, about to do it.
1: So we watched that, and it was weird. Seeing Ed, Ed Ed Harris also was amazing. I mean, like he looked so fucking skeletal, and he was sick. And oh man, I he looked very sick. Fucking leapt out that window.
0: <laughs> Shit.
1: Man, it was. It's a really good movie. It's like, and then the way they do it is so smart. Like you know, the three time periods, and they connect two of the time periods. It's unbelievable.
0: So this is um, this all happened because when we were driving around yesterday getting our clones and eating hamburgers, I was reading the recent winners of recent years of the Pulitzer prize for oh. music. Oh my God.
1: This is also part of media. Talk. Because,
0: you know, we're talking about Kendrick Lamar. I know he, he won that a while ago, but we're still remarking on it. Yes. And, and I was like, well, I want to see what the, the most recent music winners were that aren't fucking damn. Yeah. <laughs> and, um, we yeah. listened to a few of them, uh, <laughs> and I David mean, plugged his nose and, that's, that's and that's it. called it a stinkeroo.
1: Stinkeroo, thumbs down, <laughs> nasty poo <poo-poo>, poo, yuck yuck. <laughs> Not impressed. Like we listened to. Oh, I mean, God. the names like draw you in, like become ocean. Okay, so the one was
0: become ocean, and it's like forty minutes of um sound of this. <laughs> So it's an orchestral work that's supposed to evoke the sensation of rising sea levels and polar ice loss, okay?
1: Look, I want to just preface this by saying, I have no problem with composed music. I embrace it. I respect it. I know how it works. I studied it. But the 21st century composers, I'm not into. That's just my preference. So there's that, what was the other one called? It was very cool. It's called anthracite fields, right? Yes. Which sounds like, oh, we got, that sounds very cool.
0: That's like some orchestral work with like voice and I don't know, fucking brooms or something. Anyway, about, is that supposed to evoke life in Pennsylvania, right?
1: Yeah. During a coal miners. Coal miners. miner's And this is what it sounds like
0: during the turn of the century
1: (laughs) and then it had this like noise that scared the fuck out of it It and we're like (laughs) and then and then some horrible like Catherine mentioned cans and sweeping brooms so i mean like and again fine wonderful there's people who love it but it's
0: it basically we were trying to be learned and listen to all of the recent pulitzer shit and then in the end we were just like let's put on dna
1: yeah and i was like (laughs) Uh, do you think like the pulitzer prize people were like you know what we gotta let's like get something that's interesting and good for a change instead of like these obscure weird compositions but those uh, sounded cool. I mean, like, when you were reading it to me, you're like, this one, the Technology and Media <laughs> Composition uh, Festival. And I'm like, what the fuck is that? <laughs> I'm like, I want to go to that. <laughs> so, um,
0: so if you want to entertain yourself, go listen to all of the winners in the last 10 years of the Pulitzer uh, Music Prize. But one of the winners... And then is- end it with Kendrick Lamar.
1: Yeah, because then you'll see, like, okay, now I get it. Um, and then we, but through on that list, came up the writer of the hours, right?
0: Oh, well, I was also looking up the Pulitzer Prize for Literature yes. over the years. And yes, along with To Kill a Mockingbird and all the others, there's the hours. And then I was like, oh, when are we going to watch the hours? I read the hours and I read Mrs. Zalloway. And I don't remember either one. And I didn't remember really w- during watching either.
1: Well, but it was good to watch. I mean, it was a great. I thought it was an exceptional movie, so I I recommend it. Go watch it. But the description was weird in the iTunes. Okay. Anyway. (laughs) Anyway. (laughs) So we did that, and then um, what? Oh, and then we watched The Expanse. We went back and watched season one, uh, episode one and two of The Expanse. And man, I thought I'm excited about it because so much is happening. And right now, like the crew of the Rosananti aren't even the crew yet, and they're like fucking hate each other, kind of.
0: Are we gonna rewatch it the I, whole thing? I
1: think we should. It's, I mean, it's really good. And Miller's in there walking around with his hat. Oh, Miller! He's so cool. Yeah.
0: He really is a good-looking guy.
1: Which Miller do you like more? Tell uh, me
0: what else that guy's in.
1: Uh, he is in the. He was in a The Punisher. There was a movie that came out several years ago. called... Is he
0: the Punisher? He's
1: the Punisher. Oh my god! And his hair's black and short, and he what? he beefed up a little bit. He plays Frank Castle. Does he look really good? I, I thought that was. I liked that version of the Punisher. There's since. Then been he, he, honey, if we watch that movie, you won't recognize him because he's like, uh, like he's action hero, um, actor.
0: Would it make me grossed out?
1: Maybe a little bit. (laughs) Um, but, uh, yeah, he's in that. And then he's in some other movie that just came out where he plays like a what dude in the 19th century in the South on a plantation, I believe. I can't remember, but, um. That just came out not long ago. I don't know, man. And he's been in a couple other things, but he's just kind of been like a weird. His big thing was the Punishers, where like we we knew who he was. But so anyway, I think we should watch that. And that's really that's it for media time. That and the pool of surprise stuff.
0: Oh, and we're gonna watch Sharp Objects tonight. Yes,
1: Sharp Objects. Oh, last week was um, short. Short, and I don't feel like I feel like it was just a fluff episode. Yeah, nothing. Um, Nothing really happened. I mean, there were some things with. uh, Amy Adams and that Kansas City detective guy that took place, but nothing like earth shattering to me. Um,
0: You just learn about life growing up in that gross ass town.
1: Yeah. I mean, which seems pretty typical. All right. And that's it for media time.
0: All right. I'm going to smoke some pot.
1: And we're at Cannabis Gunnett. Um.
0: In fact, I need to reload my bowl. Okay.
1: What are you going to talk about today in Cannabis Corner?
0: Well, today we're talking about using cannabis responsibly when there's kids around.
1: Yeah, because that happens.
0: Is that like even a thing?
1: It is with some people.
0: Well, yeah. Like if you're a parent and you use cannabis, you know, you get to use it. Yeah. (laughs) Being a parent does not exclude you from using weed. So we're going to talk about that. Um, So here, here's my things. Okay. Okay. I got it. I'm ready. Go. Okay. So first rule I'm going to set here are you have to establish your your rules, your household rules, your personal guidelines. And those are different from parent to parent. And every household looks different right and every person is using cannabis in a different way and some people are using it very seriously for serious medical reasons and some people are using it because they like to get high yeah. you know at the end of the day and they work their ass off and they're they pay their fucking taxes they get to get high um, do you want to hit this
1: no i'm okay are you sure yeah i'm feeling pretty good right now
0: okay um so it looks different the whole point though, of establishing your guidelines is you gotta have some when you have kids.
1: It's true. You gotta have some guidelines.
0: Because eventually you're explaining stuff to your kids. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. So that education starts with having some personal guidelines as to um, where you use it, when you use it, you know, what you know, knowing what you're using it for, knowing what responsible use looks like as far as like um, avoiding, you know, addiction problems or anything like that. Always being aware of how cannabis is making you feel, basically. And the moment it seems like it's too much or it's not enhancing your life, you know, you have to be responsible enough to like internalize that, right, and think about it. Mm -hmm. Is this something I need to be doing as much, whatever. Um so anyway, our personal guidelines you know, we don't really use we don't really smoke pot when the kids are like in the house when the kids are in the house. Right. Um now we do after hours when the kids go to bed, we will smoke pot in our bedroom, you know. And I think that's pretty common with stoner parents. Um you know what I mean? Oh yeah, for sure. Um but when they're up and around we're not like exhaling smoke into the house cause that would just be against our personal, you know, guidelines. So kind of knowing that and that's sort of the expectation for adults in the household, you know, that's important for yeah. having a, a responsible house for um, sure. and having both users on the same level. So I think you'll like go into your grow room if you occasionally, right? And hit your your hemp.
1: Well, yeah, but only if the kids are asleep or something.
0: Gotcha. You know? So for me, when kids are around, um, I will still use it. I just don't use it in the house, and I also only do this um, with my kids. I'm don't I'm not as uh, liberal when my stepkids are home, um, and that's also being aware, right? right, about how everybody's like your situation might change from time to time, you know. Um, anyway, I don't make a big deal about it. And I go outside when the kids are, uh, occupied basically. Um, but they also know where I am, uh, if they need to come get me. So I don't hide it in that aspect. I'm not, I'm just hiding it as far as not doing it in the house. Um, the majority of my medicating takes place when my kids are, not around, so if they're at school, if it's the weekend and they're with their dad, if they're cared for by another adult, or if they're asleep or just otherwise occupied. I will like change my, I will adhere my canvas schedule around their schedule, you know, um, so that I can still use it without like making it a really visible thing for my kids. And my whole thing about uh, using weed in front of kids. is just that you're modeling it. You know, we're already modeling drinking alcohol. I mean, to me, it's not like an evil thing to model. They know, and I'm going to talk about this next about educating your kids, but they know it's my medicine and that I'm allowed to use it. You know, it's not an illegal thing. So it's not this horrific thing that I'm showing them or whatever. I just don't want um, them seeing me smoking stuff so much basically because um, I don't, I don't know. I just figure it'll inspire them to use it. Yeah. And I don't want to be that inspiration. No. <laughs> they can find that in some rapper or something. Yeah, exactly. In a <laughs> rapper. <laughs> okay, so second thing as far as establishing your personal guidelines, number two, educate your kids. So my kids know a lot more about cannabis than maybe everybody else's kids, but. You start off by just saying this is a healing plant that has lived on our planet, you know, forever, and it's been stigmatized and outlawed in recent modern history, basically because of government greed. These are very basic concepts as far as living in the real world. You know what I mean? Things are are outlawed and there's prohibition and there's things called propaganda and there is the whole concept of the government being fucking corrupt. So, um, it's okay to talk to your kids about that kind of stuff.
1: Absolutely.
0: <laughs> um, cause it's just a part of living in the real world. No, it's not anti anything. It's just, you got to know the world that you're living in. Um, My kids know that cannabis is used for a lot of illnesses and ailments and things, including depression, um, and that that is why I use it. Um, They also know that there are medicines made from cannabis that save children's lives so that this is like a, a really important substance to the human race and that there are families that move to legal states so that they can legally take care of their sick children, you know? So it's a real social issue, um, and it's a sad thing. They know about people being in prison for life terms because of having access to it, um, and that it's something that's changing all of the time. And they also know that it's something that I talk about in news and teach for my job. So... That adds a whole other level of understanding. Um, But you have to educate your kids, you know, and and you can do that while still talking appropriately about stuff like uh, addictive behavior, you know, or substance abuse, because that's something that happens with all sorts of things. And so you can apply it to, you know, just be like realistic and stuff. The other thing about like, modeling teen, teen use and stuff is just that they're not supposed to really be using it, you know, when they're developing and everything. So, um, anyway, I'm trying to always make it sound to kids as, um, a medicine that they use that adults use, you know, um, educate your kids as far as like cannabis use with adults is an adult thing. It's a private, family thing you don't need to go out and blah 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 about it you know and be realistic about the state you live in you know so um you can educate your kids about cannabis without even outing yourself some people live in illegal states and they just don't want to you know let their kids know at all that they use cannabis and that's completely fine and acceptable but still always educating your kids especially if they you know ever see it or whatever um Letting them know what it is. Um, what else? And yeah, just that it's for adults. It's like any other medicine, drug, adult substance like alcohol. They know that kids should know that they aren't allowed to handle it or touch it. Um, the end. That was number two. That's right. How, how are you doing? I'm doing great. Do you want some weed? No. I'm Do you good. want to bust a fat down? I'm
1: doing good. <laughs> uh,
0: okay, number three. Store it responsibly. What does that mean, David?
1: That means making sure it's not left out. Like, so when your kids walk around, they don't see giant jars full of weed. (laughs) Which is a real problem that we might have. Like with uh, weed in the bowls and a lighter around or a torch and a diaphric. So all that (coughs) stuff is put away. Put it
0: up or lock it up and always clean it up. Um, And, you know, using something every day can always just lead to skipping And, you know, that's how everything is. So if you're, you know, you've got ashtrays, make sure that you're emptying them. If you have a lot of bongs like I do, making sure that you do empty the bowls and stuff. And they're locked away. And that you put them away. Um, I mean, some people, I think, leave that stuff semi out. But I think it's just a big deal to, first of all, always have the idea of, what does it look like if CPS came to the door right now? <laughs> and if you have like a bong out and it has weed in it with like a lighter, I feel like that's questionable yeah. to them. So always be thinking about, um, you know, legal repercussions of your outwardness with your stuff. And then it's different in different States and places and stuff, but you don't want it to look like you're giving your kids free access to it. Um, And so my kids are able to coexist with all of the stuff that I have, all of the gear and accessories. um, And I just have it put away in my office area, you know, and some stuff is all the weed is locked away in our house. And, um, yeah, stuff is emptied and just put away all the time. So always clean it up. Number four, kids come before medicating. Okay, the biggest misconception around cannabis use and parents is that cannabis makes us super stoned and inebriated and unable to properly care for kids, like, say, an adult who drank a ton of alcohol. Right. Um, but the person that, you know, knows about cannabis use and that probably uses it daily knows that that's not actually how it works. And the more you use it, like, it just becomes like... <sighs> You don't get super stoned. No. You know what I mean? When So, like, if you're a daily medical user, it's really just, like, relieving symptoms. It gets to a point, you know? Um, versus making you mega stoned. And so you can... And what makes a person stoned is just so, like... It completely varies from person to person. Um, and the way people behave and stuff. Anyway, so when I'm stoned... Um, I'm able to be there for kids. You know what I mean? Yeah. Um, well, you're not
1: really stoned.
0: Yeah, and I'm not, like, stoned. And 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 I can stop my cannabis use at a point before I'm, like, super stoned. And even super stoned means what? I'm tired? Like, it, yeah. it doesn't really... I'm not hallucinating. The walls aren't spinning. <laughs> there's n- I mean, there's nothing really happening. I wouldn't fucking drive a car, but, like... You know, cooking dinner and, like, just hanging out and stuff? I don't know. Some people do get super stoned. You get super stoned.
1: Uh, Not not, not lately, but You don't lately,
0: but people get, like, bad stoned, I guess. Yeah. And that's when you don't want to be in charge of kids.
1: I mean, like, but I will say this. Because you're having
0: some mental freak out. As
1: someone, yeah. As someone who's more sensitive to it than you are, I've never been, like, when things are going positively when I'm getting high... I've never been to the point where it's just like I can't function, I can't stand up or walk. Yeah. It's more just like you said it's like kinda of tired and if something is you need demands your attention, you're like, Bam, I'm okay, I'm what do you need? What do you need me to do right now? Yeah. But I mean like then there's the flip side of the coin, like if you have anxiety and it freaks you out and makes you paranoid, then yes. If you
0: think that you're yeah. dying, if you're the type of person that gets so high that they think that they're ill or whatever. Or they can't
1: breathe that they're having a heart attack. That's or whatever. not a good you can't no, be in charge. You can't.
0: Um and that's okay, some because a lot of us live in two parent houses, and so you know. Yeah. Um. I'll talk about that later, but anyway, regardless of that misconception about being under the influence of marijuana while parenting, um, the responsible stoner parent knows that children's needs come before medicating. Mm-hmm. Um. You should always make sure that their needs are needs are met before you start a stoner session. And just don't ever get so stoned that you can't be responsible if there's ever an emergency. That's right. Um, and like we said, like, it doesn't really, for us, it doesn't really work that way. If no. there's an emergency, or like, I'm not stoned, like, yeah. instantly. I'm suddenly <laughs> like, not stoned anymore. Yeah.
1: <laughs> like, if I needed to drive you to the emergency right now, bam, let's right. go. I'm ready to go. A
0: thousand percent. Um, but, you know, that's not everybody. So you have to be responsible enough to know your own limits and stuff. Anyway. Yeah. Five, rule. One parent at a time. Your children deserve a responsible caretaker at all times. And CPS frowns heavily on both caretakers of minors being under the influence of any intoxicant. That means they don't like it if you're both drunk out of your brains. Right, at the same time. So it's all about just being... If somebody is super stoned, let's make the other one not so stoned. (laughs) Yeah. Do you know what I mean? Of course. So always i
1: 100 percent agree with it's that.
0: also a part of being in a relationship is watching that other person and you know yep. i know if i'm like out with you and i ever think that you're getting drunk i'm like oh my god i can't drink like pretending i'm gonna drive home right, but right. you know what i mean of that's course. just a part of loving your partner and watching out for them so that's right. one parent at a time when um kids are home when they're not home you can both be super messed up. That's how David and I like to live our weekends. That's sometimes, right. that's right. Um, okay, number six. Don't drive high with your fucking kids. Come on. Oh my god. <laughs> so, like, Definitely. I know everybody's driving tolerance is different. Whatever. I don't care. Don't do it. Um, because there's zero tolerance for it legally. I mean, if you're... So do you want to be arrested with your kids in the car? Have fun. That's fun, not it? What if so your brake light fun, goes isn't out it?
1: and a cop pulls you over because your brake light's out and then suddenly you're high and they know it, you know?
0: And you say some dumb yeah. shit because you're, you know? Yeah. I mean... Just
1: don't. It's not worth it.
0: Um, yeah. So never when the kids are in the car because that is going to fucking traumatize them. Okay? Yeah. That's the point. You are responsible for your whatevers, but the kids don't need to be around for you getting arrested because um, you're driving stoned.
1: Yeah, that's just not
0: worth it. Um, or with stuff in your car. Oh, my God. Oh, yeah. No! It's uh, inviting uh-huh. an absolute world of misfortune upon yep. your family. Don't and do never it. do it. And if you do it, don't tell anybody about it ever. Goodbye. Yeah. Exactly. <laughs> Okay, lastly, keep your expectations high. So kind of talking about how easy it is to slip into like slovenly behavior with anything you do a lot and taking shortcuts that can become routine, not putting things away, not locking up your stash, stuff like that. Um, Always revisit your personal standards. That's how you keep them fresh you know that's how you hold yourself accountable share them with your spouse or your co-parents to help keep yourself accountable and the family the household in general accountable um and just always remember it's not about like your rights it's about the health of the environment that the children are growing up in and and Yeah. yeah
1: I guess that's it, right?
0: I have found, I will say that by limiting the accessibility to my supplies and adhering to those guidelines um, about when I use it and when I don't, increases the effectiveness, you know, when yeah. I am using it. So it helps my tolerance, um, just by having that kind of built-in routine. Um, and having that healthy tolerance and and routine also kind of helps to nurture respect for your medicine, you know, because you're like not using cannabis in that typical stoner manner, you know, you're using it very consciously and mindfully with, uh, planning involved. Um, and all of that just helps elevate the whole thing. Absolutely. So that's it. That's Cannabis Corner. I
1: love that Cannabis Corner. Good job. That, wow. Thank you. <laughs>
0: all right. What's going on in Dave's grow? Dave and Catherine's grow. That's
1: right. <laughs> right now, nothing. I mean, like, we're getting your grow ready right now, as I mentioned earlier. So, you have a three by three tent with a Phytomax 2 600 from Black Dog. LT. I have a three
0: by three tent with a Fidomax 600.
1: Phytomax 2 600.
0: Phytomax 2 600 Two. is my light.
1: Right. Um, and you have four plants right now. They are clones and I believe they are in, um, six inch containers right now. So what you're going to do is you're going to, we might even do I'm going to bust today. a fat dab is what you're I'm going to do. bust a fat dab. We're going to shoot and chronicle this grow. What? Yeah. And I, we might even do it today mm-hmm. and, um, yeah. And you're just going to kind of say, this is what we're doing. Mm-mm. You're growing in cocoa. You got, your setup is tight. Um, I'm very impressed with what you've done so far.
0: My setup is tight?
1: It's tight, baby. What does that
0: even mean?
1: I mean, like, you have, like, you're all you got to do is really feed these plants, and you'll be just fine. Okay. You got great genetic strains. Oh, that reminds me. I got to... Sh- fucking neem oil the clones we got yesterday i forgot to do that what does that mean i have to do that yeah i'm gonna have you spray some neem oil on the clone plants because we don't know where they came from they may have bugs on them so oh no and one of the things of course that you taught me a long time ago is that bugs don't have lungs so if you shoot vegetable based oil like neem oil on your plants those bugs can't breathe and they just die
0: I don't remember teaching you that.
1: You did. You thought you like, you know what, always use neem oil. <laughs> I, don't think and I, I said that. really? And you go, Yeah, in <laughs> fact this stuff called Mite is like ninety percent neem oil. You should just use that. And I was like, Oh, okay. So I did that, and ever since I've done that, thanks to your to school and me on that, um, I got that under control. Okay, so that's what's going on. We're getting ready. Um, look out for that. It's coming at you hard. And then also I am doing in my greenhouse some. Uh, I, I'm popping some seeds. I've got my hands on some Char- authentic Charlotte's Web seeds. What? That strain? That's impossible to get. I have it. <laughs> oh my so god! So it's in my greenhouse. I've most all of the seeds have popped, and like I'm gonna have some boy plants and girl plants. So <gasps> I'm gonna probably take the boy plant. I know I'm gonna take the boy plants when I see that they're boys, and give them to a friend of mine who gave me these seeds. Because he wants the boy, so he can like you know be a scientist, geneticist guy, and I'm going to uh, clone my girl plants. So I and then I'm going to form a Charlotte's Web mother plant, which will always be alive, and I will always have access to Charlotte's Web. I've also sprouted a seed from a local hemp farm called Lava Rock, and it is a it's hemp strain that is like high in CBD. Uh, and then I have some OG Tahoe Kush seeds. Beow, 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 beow. Oh seeds God. that are growing. <laughs> Those are feminized seeds. <coughs> so I'm basically mm. what I'm doing is I'm doing some seed starting in my greenhouse, and I'm going to do some cloning in there. So I have like a couple new genetic lines. Um, I have placed my mother hemp plant in the gorgeous rays of the beautiful Colorado sun in a 25 gallon smart pot in the backyard. And it is a, muti- a beautiful, a a mutiful, beautiful, beautiful, goddess looking plant filled with beautiful leaves. Oh man, I just got so it, high. It's just so nice looking. So that's really what's going on. I mean, like, there's stuff getting, there's a lot of excitement in the air around, around this grow. Honey, I
0: it's only 12 o'clock. That's, Can you believe that?
1: I know. That's what's going on in my grow.
0: I'm so high. Okay, is that it really? Yeah.
1: <coughs> all right well that's it baby did you did you enjoy this podcast that you
0: Oof, whoa that man you did?
1: what are you gonna do next
0: do you i don't think? know i'm so high
1: i'm gonna take a shower and get ready for the day and um and I'm probably gonna feed you. We have to talk about what we're gonna eat for dinner at some point, and I have to plan that. Cause on the weekends, I, uh, my job is to take care of all that, to take care of the needs of my wife, and make sure she <laughs> gets fed on time and <laughs> is taken care of, right, baby?
0: Yes, that's so, always been the way.
1: I'm gonna do that, and then, um, I don't know, maybe I'll walk Max a little bit later, and whatever my wife wants to do is what I'm gonna do. What are you gonna do?
0: Oh, God, I have things on my to-do list oh, I have to do. Oh, man, we better check those out, baby. Um, but anyway, yeah, that's it. That's yeah. it for this episode. That's
1: it. So we're, we're going to go finish doing stuff. And um, I've had a great time here with you today so far. All right. I love
0: you. I love you, too. Mom and Dad are stoned is made by us, David and Catherine. Learn more about us at thestonermom.com. Check out our membership site at HouseVanEaton.com. Follow us on Twitter at mom, the letter N, dad, the letter R, stoned. Follow David on Instagram and Twitter at COweedGrower, and follow me everywhere at the stoner mom. Support the show by leaving us a rating and review. Don't forget about the giveaway. Go leave us that review on iTunes for a chance to win a nymph dab rig by Sesh Supply, courtesy of Smoke Cartel. Do it now. Do it. And please don't forget to subscribe to the show wherever you listen so you never miss an episode. We love you guys. We'll be back again very soon. Until then, please remember to be safe and responsible with your cannabis use. Always be kind and smoke weed every damn day. Every day. Bye. Bye.